Hi guys, welcome back to episode four of the Off The Gym Floor podcast. This week, not only do we discuss how to identify a good personal trainer, but we also find out why Mai is struggling to pay his rent due to hand lotion. So I hope you enjoy the episode. So what's, what's been happening this past week? I haven't heard from you. Well, I've sent you plenty of texts and you haven't actually answered any of them. What's yeah. that about? You got you got a new phone which doesn't send text messages. <laughs> it does. It sends like, a text messages to everyone else. We stood there, you text me, and then it didn't appear on my phone. Look, man, Everybody else's what's... message appears. Look, I don't know what phone you're... Maybe I blocked you. I'm not sure. You blocked me? No, I don't know. Maybe. Yeah, but what phone are you using? I've got an Oppo, mate. An Oppo? Yeah. What the hell's an Oppo? Well, it's... The cheaper version of your phone. Cheaper version of my <laughs> phone. So the cheaper version of my phone isn't getting my messages and it's my fault. Well, let's put it this way. My phone got your messages when you had an other phone. You got a new phone, the messages stopped coming through. Common denominator, the phone you paid for, you paid too much. Well, look, I've been, I was messaging you all this morning and I think I was messaging you all, <laughs> last, you all last night. I looked like, you know, like a... You know, an ex-girlfriend or something is just like, you know, desperate to get back with you or something like that. Because I've got about like, yeah, oh, so many 50, them, 50 blue <laughs> messages to your like one on message. So, mate, you got to get that sorted out. How are we meant to do a bloody, you know, good podcast if we can't even communicate properly? I know. And you know it's going to be a bad day when you come in and Matty's hair is not in perfect position. Like what's, <laughs> what's happening with the hair today? It's like down, down the left hand side, it's just... What do you reckon? Well, I just reckon like you've missed it with a comb. Like, where is your comb? Um, Have you misplaced no, that with no, those messages? I don't usually comb it. I think I know. I just did, I did do a gym session before I got here. Before uh, I got into this, so maybe it's just a little bit sweaty. And you a bit must have been doing a handstand day. Yeah, something like that, or I must have been under a fan or something like that, just blowing <laughs> it everywhere. I did have the, it is getting hotter now, so I did have the aircon on pretty pretty high in the car so maybe that was blowing it around well, it's just when, when your hair's out of place that's like one of the signs of apocalypse so i'm just thinking you well, know, mate, what about what about you you come in with this little pristine trimmed new beard oh thank well. you you know what i had to i actually had to throw out my trimmers like the beard got really thick went out it with the trimmers broke the trimmers you broke the trimmers <laughs> broke the trimmers mate your beard's that thick that you broke the trimmers it, is, it did not want to leave me it's like oh mate we had so much fun together but well, mate look, it does look like you um, I'm just catching it. too much food in it well, you know? it, does, it does look like you shaped it with a broken pair of trimmers if that helps no, you're welcome <laughs> Well, it's been a couple of days. I probably should trim it again. Yeah. I'm just, I'm just, I'm just. So, in summary, none of us are having a great day with our hair. But I've uh, had a crack at his beard and a beard, and he's gone. Thank you. <laughs> like, <laughs> that just goes to show the ego of this guy. All right. But yeah. <laughs> <laughs> anyway. Oh my! Right. <laughs> yeah. Oh, thank you. Thank you for that insult. Yeah. Oh yeah. I'll just keep going on. Yeah. That's good. Alright, well what the hell are we talking about today? Because I've come in here, I haven't been able to talk to you, we've barely even strung a topic together you, for this you, week. You've brought the topic, so well, I mean, the way it's working I mean. today is you've got this, you know, how to spot a good trainer. Uh, well, I wouldn't say, look, not how to spot a good trainer, but how to know if you've got a trainer, you know, who's... Yeah, you know what, actually, I think you're right. Yeah. The difference between, Keep it simple, difference between a good trainer and... Probably, you know, not a very good trainer at the end of the day. Well, a very delicate way of putting it. Yeah, I guess we can like say this. that. What did I write? Let's have a look. How I'm to play spot devil's advocate today, which is going to be the great thing. How to spot a trainer who knows what they're talking about. Not so 
a trainer who versing another trainer. It's more so how to how to know if your trainer knows what they're talking about. This is good. I want to see how many of these boxes I actually tick. Let's see, <laughs> mate. I've got you on the. Um, I feel like I'm going to be feeling these. Yeah, I've got you on the cons. I've got just in the cons pile here. I've got pros. Myself, cons, Mark. Mm. That's the first two ones. This is going to be a detailed conversation, right? Yeah, exactly right. Well, let's get into it, eh? Yeah, go for it. A little bit of professional. So, what, what, what doesn't constitute as someone who knows what they're talking about? Would you say? What would you say would be a, a, a trainer who possesses? What do we? What do we not want to look for in a trainer? That I'd say typically in society, people think, oh, that guy must know what he's talking about. What okay. do you reckon? Let's go a bit narrow there because we can go right off topic. So let's, well, let's no, start I'm with... all about going off topic. Oh, man. Okay. <laughs> so, well, obviously, we want to have a look at knowledge base. So if we've got to go basics, you want to know what the qualifications are. And then from the qualifications, how have they... Is that someone that doesn't constitute what they're talking about? Is that someone who does constitute what they're talking about? No, so if you don't have the qualifications, then yes, then they don't know what they're talking about. What basic know? qualifications are we be talking about? So you got your basic qualifications, which back home is reps level two and three, which is you. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think we have cert three and four. You've got three but that's four. the minimal requirement. Absolute minimal. To, yeah. get into, to get into training. And in some cases, you know, you, you do your cert three and four. Yeah. And you can do that in a six week course online in some cases for yeah. a practical, practical job. I, I, you know what? Because you don't want to put people like that down completely. No, no, that's, got, that's not what I'm doing. Because they're starting out, they're just not going to have that same level of experience. I, me personally, I, I, I quite like, and again, maybe it's just because I've done the course, so it's, it's all about me, but yeah, I, I like someone who's done a, an applied sports science course at university because it takes you into, look, man, he's got a big like, like, so, like, hey, Oh, like, like myself. Yeah. Well, I, I, would also, I would also argue that does not necessarily constitute someone as a good trainer. No, but what, what you do have, again, again, qualifications are good. That's on paper. So you've got to kind of verify people, I suppose, stage by stage. So on paper, but what I like about the applied sports science, in addition to your, your, your PT courses, is that it, you should through university and learn how to critique things. Yeah? yeah. It's not just black and white. And you know, you can have a, like, so say we're doing exercise prescription. I prescribe this exercise for this guy. It's a great exercise. It gets you whatever, you know, gains in strength or cardiovascular or weight loss, whatever it is. And I go prescribe that for the next person. But then when I prescribe for the next person, it might become a crap exercise because it doesn't fit them. So learning to critique um, I think is a good one. And when stuff comes out, new stuff comes out, learn to critique, because people put crap online all the time. How is it good? How is it bad? Do you know the anatomy? Do you know movement patterns well enough? Do you know how to prescribe exercise well enough to go, that's good, that's bad, that will work in this situation, but not in this situation. That's what I quite like about university and the fact that it takes you a little bit more in depth to science. Yeah, I, th- I think that's probably a really good way of putting it. I think it also shows probably that person's ability to get through um, something as well, their, their willingness to learn, mm-hmm. I think a lot of the time. Um, however, if you've got someone, like I know people who have, you know, master's degrees in yeah. sport and exercise science, but they have zero experience mm-hmm. in the industry. And quite frankly, they don't, they don't probably know a lot. They probably know, oh, yeah, back to what you think, critiquing, oh, that doesn't look that probably doesn't look right, yeah. all right? This probably looks, a, and I know how to look better. So it's more so probably just that 
it gives you a really good filter. Yeah, um, theory no practical. Yeah, exactly, exactly right. It does give you a really good filter. Um, but however, if you have no experience to back that up with, like, it's going to be really difficult for you. Mm. I think kind of like the minimal type of requirements that you probably do need to, you know, be in this industry, mm-hmm. okay, is A, a willingness to learn new yeah. things, I think, and B, some level of um, anatomy and physiology and specifically like functional anatomy. Yes. Knowing what, it's, it doesn't have to be huge, just has to be, you know, some level that you know, you know, this muscle does this action yeah. type thing in a way. You don't have to get too complex with it and into the whole biomechanics and all that type of stuff, which I sometimes delve into um, from time to time. But you need some level of functional anatomy expert because otherwise, you know, the chance of injuring someone is super high. I mean, you're yeah. dealing with people's lives here, yeah. especially if you get someone with an injury in there and you never want to, the worst thing you want to do is have someone come to the gym and injure them. Yeah, yeah, you don't want to send anyone away worse off than what they started, so but yeah. quite right. Okay, so education-wise, they're, they're kind of like the minimums that you, you want, which is those... I'd say, I'd say yeah. Because there's yeah, a lot of people out there who don't have any certifications but still preach the, you know... Yeah, 100%. Fitness. Well, I mean, I'd probably value experience over qualifications a little bit more, mm-hmm. in, in a way, because if I know someone's very versed and experienced in the industry, mm-hmm. then... You know, at the end, we're coaches. We're yeah. trying to coach people. Like they've probably got the upper hand on you straight away mm-hmm. because they know how to coach people. They know what the industry's like. They've got that experience as well. But then how many, probably how many, people find, how many people do you find in the industry with heaps of experience but no qualifications? Well, that's true as well. So that's why the qualifications then you know supplement the experience. Oh, totally supplement. I, I think if you went like stage one, if you look at assessing stage one, they've got to have. The qualifications. Yeah, exactly right. Yeah, right. because then what? Who? Where? Where do you justify that experience actually being any relevance? Yeah, exactly. You know I mean? Yeah, 100%. so I think stage one. Do they have the the minimum qualifications that you require? So if you are yeah. dual blog to the gym, it's going to be that level three and four set. Yeah. If you are a pro athlete, they need to have a strength and conditioning module and probably a master's degree. I believe is what they're kind of looking at. I think it depends. In pro, uh, in pro in, sport. In pro, in pro sport, you definitely need a degree. In lower level, actually, not, semi-pro. You don't even need that, actually. You don't even need a degree to be in pro sport. they got like what they call um, your Australian Strength and Conditioning Accreditation, yeah. or ASCA, um, for short. I think you need your level one, I level mean, two. Yeah, back home, back in the UK, anyway, they, they, they want you to have your UK SCA, which is the, Australian, yeah. the, the UK equivalent. But they, most of them are looking for people who had masters as well. Um, so yeah, yeah, there's it a, it a real. Yeah, I think um, yeah, and then you get that master. Like I think really in professional sport, PhD or a masters is kind of. I wouldn't say it's a requirement, yeah. but definitely they tend to go for yeah. people with those. If it's if it's well. maybe semi pro amateur, then that degree in that ADA, yeah. ASCA is, uh, is 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 the way to go. Right. That's what you need from there. And then if you are then. So if you're somebody with a condition or an injury, then we're looking for something a bit more specific. So maybe like that's more of an exercise physiology degree. That's maybe more of a physiotherapy degree. Or there yep. are some certain courses that you can do uh, specific to, so like, like 
pregnancies or pre and postnatal courses. Yeah, women's, have, women's health, I think, is a really Cardiovascular disease courses, pulmonary disease courses, etc. So, again, looking at that, and I think, well, maybe less from the fitness point of view, but this is something I'd like to clarify to people. Nutritionists and dietitians, totally different people. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Nutritionists, uh, I would consider myself uh, of the level of a nutritionist because of all of what I've done through uni and, and what I've done through my courses. I can allocate or I can guide people through nutrition in terms of energy balance, but when it comes to okay. a full nutritional plan, it's got to be a dietitian. Yeah, exactly. Um, right. Especially I, I if you have any um, you, you, like illnesses or conditions, then again, that's a dietitian. I think that's where a di yeah, dietitian comes in, especially like they do a lot of that. But anyways, I think we're getting a little bit off topic. No, that's as, the academic as, side of it. As, as per usual. But yeah, I think like, like touching back on I think professional sport, even in this day and age, like how is it you can go to uni, do a four four year degree plus a master's, so you're probably uni for what like seven years or something, and you can come out and then they won't even have a look at you for professional professional sport until you have your Australian strength and conditioning accreditation as well. Yeah, it's crazy. So it's just like shouldn't all that you think that would all be built into the same thing? Yeah, I think some unis are starting to streamline and starting to link up. I certainly know my uni was trying to link up with UKSCA so that by the time you finish your four years, you were UKSCA level one and you, you had a signed degree. off or something. I certainly know like the college I used to go to, their course of your certs three and four, they had a, a, a fitness health course, they've aligned that with that now, so now you come out with the, the HND and you come out with the certs. Yeah, and they've got different ones for all different countries as well, which tends to confuse you a little bit. Yeah, oh, totally. So it, it just basically means that those online courses that can get you into the industry are now being aligned with these other courses, which technically don't get you into the injury, but industry, but they get you far more information and far yeah. more in-depth information. So like, you know, when you're there for two years or four years, uh, as opposed to six weeks, but now they're trying to align, uh, it, it's weird, but anyway, yeah. they're trying to align it. So well, yeah, there's all, look, so I think, look, there's all different types of qualifications that you yeah. can have. So uh, know which one you need for you. And you know which one you need. So look, you know, have a look, I'd be having a look at their qualifications, I'd be having a look at their experience as well. Yeah. What have they done? Who have they trained? How long have they worked for? Where have they worked? That type of thing. What I think kind of a lot of people, what qualifies a lot of people these days is I think Instagram. I think Instagram's a bit of a oh, yeah. bit of a train wreck for the fitness industry to be perfectly honest. In a way. Yeah. Um, I think there's a lot of people out there who you know classify themselves as trainers just because they got you know a decent looking rig bit of a bit of a six pack there and if you're a girl you know you got that you, know, you giant, can't see this but Maddie's looking directly at me when they got that they got that Maddie. they got that giant gluteus maximus as you as you can say as oh, well i'm not saying anyone who like you know has a six pack or you know has a photo of them with their shirt off is necessarily not a good trainer I just think if you think, oh, that guy must know what he's talking about because he's ripped, yeah. or that girl must know what she's talking about because she's got a, you know, a giant, giant bum, or she looks really good in a um in a bikini, you know, good viewing. Don't get me wrong, but that doesn't necessarily mean they know what they're talking about. That doesn't necessarily qualify them. Mm -hmm. How do you feel about that? Well, I think I think you're quite right. Facebook and Instagram. Uh, are they're, they're two sides of the same coin, aren't they? They can have a really good 
influence and, and actually good access to knowledge. I mean, if you follow the right people, you get some great hints and tips off them. 100%. Like me. And yeah, if like, you follow like, the right like people. Mac, Mac, was it Mac.pt? .fitness. Yeah. <laughs> Mac. Um, oh, is that your, is that your website? Uh, that's my answer. That's yeah. Yeah, Mac.pd.fitness. And uh, yes, so yeah, you, you follow the right people, you get the right things, but you don't always know if you don't. If you don't know, you don't know. Exactly. Uh, right. Well, the people, okay, the people that you follow, like okay. who's some, who's some, who's probably like some really good ones. Uh, so I got put onto a guy called Daru Strength. Daru Strength, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Him. He's, he's, he does a lot of combat stuff. Yeah, yeah. He's really uh, good. That's a good stuff. All right, let's pull him up. How many followers does he have? Oh, I don't know. Let's have a look. Let's get it up. Let's get it up. Because I know Dario's strength pretty well. Oh, well. you mates with him, are you? Well, I mean, I know his content. Yeah, okay. Really well. And he does, puts out a lot of good stuff. So what have we got here? Daru. Yeah, I got him here. Daru's strong, not strength. Yeah. Okay, so he's got 107k followers. Yeah. Okay? Whereas... A little bit more than me. Okay. Well, just, yeah, just, just a little bit. And then, you know, maybe we look at someone like, you know, Joe DeFranco. I think he puts out a lot of really good... Cook. Good content, oh, 127k. Um, another guy I really like as well is named um, the Muscle Doc, Dr. Jordan Shallow. He puts Ooh. out a heap of really good content. Um, oh no, that's the wrong guy. That's a guy named the Muscle. Okay, well, he's a good. Well, he's a good. You can follow. I didn't mean to. I meant to type in the Muscle Doc. The Muscle Doc. Okay, Dr. Jordan Shallow. He's got about 101K. Now, they're three of my favorite ones, and they're pretty popularized, and they do really do a hate, uh, really well on um, so if we're gonna, social media. If we're going to summarize this so we don't make it clear, how, how, how do we differentiate their content to somebody else's? Well, uh, exa- I think that's exactly right. So, so what are we what, what are we what are we looking for? Why do I think those guys are better value than someone? Are we good, like? Are we qualifying people based so, on how many followers they have, or no. are we qualifying people based on followers? What followers is a good example of that. So, one hundred twenty-seven thousand, right? Okay, people are getting good value from following them. That's what that shows you. One hundred percent. But people get good value from following one of these girls with the nice asses, or one of these guys with the abs and the massive guns. The, the value may differ. Uh, differentiate. So when you follow one of these guys, the, when you look at their their posts, yes, there's images and videos along with it, but there's also a lot of information either in the videos and images themselves or in the actual post. When you have a look at some of the ones where you've got the, the nice abs, the guns, the girls with the big bums, um, again, maybe not as much value, but they are very nice to look at. So when you're bored in an evening, yeah, a lot of people will scroll through these uh, through their Instagram and get caught looking at these guys, but not so much for the content and the information no, you probably get, learning. You probably um, get caught looking at them a fair bunch. I'm pretty sure I've seen you scroll through before, and obviously half your feet. <laughs> Sick. <laughs> what came up when you typed in the muscle? Oh, I was <laughs> typing in the muscle the dot, and this other you, dude came. That, the muscle came I'm, up. I'm pretty sure that was your recent searches. But yeah, I mean, like, like, <laughs> like, well, but that, but that's what I'm trying. That's what I'm trying to say. It's like when we're looking at people who are in the know, who know what they're talking about, and who are probably selling it's less programs as well. Stuff How much value more. are they giving you? Yeah. Are they teaching you a lot? Are they giving you a heap of value? Or is their page just riddled with, you know, shots of them working out, or shots of them, uh, you know, with their in their bikini at the beach in some very awkward pose? Would you would you like a simple way to uh, be able to tell which one's which? 
Yeah, when, I love you, one. when you watch the post, okay, does it make you reach for a pen and paper <laughs> notes, or no, does it make you reach for the hand lotion? <laughs> and if it's the latter, then, <laughs> then, then maybe not the ones you should follow for your fitness advice. Yeah, well. <laughs> I made it this. I made it. I made it this step. I never thought I'd see you blush this much. This is great. <laughs> oh man, we're gonna have to start doing a YouTube channel just so we can get your your responses. Well, uh, man, I just, I just video. I'm just, I'm just, you know, <laughs> reaching, reaching for the hand lotion. That sounds, sounds very specific. It's just a real simple way to 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 filter these ones out. Yeah, a hundred percent. And then, but how often do you see? Because uh, I know, uh, I think like what Sarah's day. She's one of them. Who does oh. you know puts so one that you probably you know in your words Call not mine be reaching be reaching for the hand lotion <laughs> puts out you know We've a lot of stuff which is you know some fitness professional sells a lot of like nutrition advice gives a lot of nutrition advice gives a lot of uh, exercise tips okay she okay. also sells programs however she has zero qualifications whatsoever. Mm. Okay. But she also cost you a lot with hand lotion. Is that why you're so angry? Not me. Not me. Maybe you, maybe yourself, mate. Man, it's like I'm struggling to pay the rent here. I'm struggling to pay the rent. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I mean, mate, can we just get back on topic? I was actually preferring this one. But yeah, go on in. Yeah, this? so, I mean, and that's, and that's what I'm trying to say. Like, she's going to sell a program and people buy yeah. that program and they think what qualifies her is A, she has a lot of, um, a lot of uh, followers on Instagram and B, she has a lot of, back. um, yeah, yeah. Like, let's, let's say, let's say that. And she, and people go, okay, she looks like this. She's selling a program. Therefore what she's doing, I can do. And that's going to help me. However, that's like, you know, cookie cut, a cookie cutter program. That's really not going to kind of like cater to everyone. Is it Yeah. at the end of the day? You know, if you're looking for a program, you want something a little bit more individualized or something that breaks it down a little bit more, something that periodizes how to get from A to B, not how many fire hikings we can do, or yes. how many, what are they called, donkey kicks. Donkey kicks, yeah. Donkey kicks, I oh, do a lot of donkey kicks, that's how we get a good butt. No, not necessarily the case, okay? So I've had my little rant, my little rant on that. Uh, so yeah, I think that's probably um, things that don't qualify someone as a very good trainer. Mm-hmm. Now, what, so uh, should we break that down a bit? Should we break that, like what are we looking at? So shirtless mirror selfies, all right, mm-hmm. or bikini shots. I'm not saying that there are people are out there who do that who are good qualified. I'm just saying that doesn't necessarily qualify. You know, six pack, big arm, mm-hmm. big butt. Okay, their online content doesn't give a lot of value. Okay, or they think they know it all There's as more, well. More imagery and. More imagery than giving, you know, the consumer a lot of value, okay? Like, let's take mac.pt.fitness at Instagram, uh, for example. Does a lot of instructional videos on how to do exercises right, okay? Okay, so what category you put me in there? Gives, gives, gives away a lot of value. Does he have a hundred and or one million followers? Not, not yet. yet, not yet. However... I'd say a lot of the stuff that he does is way better than whatever the hell Sarah's day does Matt, to, give him a, to give him a compliment and that's probably the only one he'll get for today. Um, <laughs> I'll take it, man. I'll you know? It. And people who think they know it all as well. If you find someone who's like, you know, or not always learning, especially in this industry, oh. and they're like, oh yeah, I, I, I know everything, so I don't need to listen to what you I am. I am uh, always learning. And you know, what the, you know what the thing is? I'm actually 
I'm always relearning things as well because you go, yeah. you know, you, you, there's there's so much, right? And we can't be experts in everything. And then somebody will say something, you're like, oh, I, got, I, I totally forgot about that. And you know, and then you, you reapply that because there's just so much going on. So if you're not learning and then potentially relearning, probably won't give any knocks to the head while I'll be playing rugby. But um, looks you know. like it anyway. <laughs> oh, look at that! There you go. That long compliment there. And it's, it's all it's all downhill from here. Onward. Um, yeah. So yeah, totally. I, I learn stuff all the time. I learn a heap of stuff off you. That's why I like always having our conversations. Um, so yeah. Yeah, I have to be learning all the time. Well, the cool thing about this job to me is I always look back on stuff I was doing three months ago and go, what was I thinking? Yeah. What was I thinking then? I'm like, oh, I can do this better. Look how much better this is. It's crazy. You progress. Look how much I learned. Week and week, month on month, everything changes. You yeah. find you get more information, you become more informed, and we make better decisions. Like, So I, I literally just finished with, with a, a client today, shout out to Lockie, hey Lockie. And you know what I was doing, um, what I was doing to start with, with him, and what I'm doing now. You know, even even within this program, we've progressed it onto something that's like, oh, actually, this is far better. Yeah, exactly. And I think that comes a lot from a experience because you're getting that experience working with people. You know, what's you know, you get the slowly critiquing yourself, you can do. bettering yourself as you go on, yeah. and then also that willingness to continually keep learning, you know, always yeah. kind of go in with that. I think as Joe DeFranco says a lot, um, that white belt mentality, like you're always willing to kind of like learn yeah. new, uh, anything new, you know, learning from everyone else. You, know, you shouldn't just go up to someone and go, nah, this guy's talking crap, this is how I do it. Here's a new way of looking at it and maybe I can add work? some of those things into my things. Is it necessarily how he does it going to be the exact same way I do it? Probably not, but you can definitely grab a few things from everywhere until you, you know, get this well-rounded, um, you know, system and and then you've got everything that you need to know to, you know, that constitutes to make you a really experienced experienced and qualified, uh, you know, trainer. Great. You can give that, hand that on to your clientele as well. All right. So, yeah, so thinking that know-it-all, lots of followers in IG, all right? If that's what you're basing qualifying someone as an expert on, I say get a grip, take another look at yourself, go again, okay? What, I, well, what, what type of qualities would you look for in, in someone who does know what they're talking about? Someone, a, a good trainer. Nice hair. Nice hair. That's, <laughs> yeah. that's why I work with Maddie. Yeah, okay, well I think, I think maybe that's like, you know, one thing they need. If you've got someone coming in with, you know, a rude lid like yourself, <laughs> um, I'd probably, I'd probably, you know, maybe look elsewhere. But I would say, I would say the first thing to look for is this when you start with that trainer, did they put you through some type of screening assessment or movement assessment? Did they ask you questions to try and individualize, individualize that program um, to yourself? I'd say that'd be the first thing. Okay. Yeah. Do you have a movement screening uh, thing at the start, Mark? Yeah. Some type of assessment that gauges most, what I need to do with that. Most that of the time, up. it'll be be through the squat, but again, it'll depend on what people want and what people need to do. Um, yep. But yeah, most of the time, we'll, we'll, we'll break down the squat because that uses majority of the parts of the, the body. Um, I know you learn that from. I'm going to see him squat university. Uh, no, well, I, I learned a lot from squat university. I mean, I've been doing that for for years now. Um, yeah. 
so I, I learned that probably university and well, when I worked for the SIU as well, the, the FMS systems. Oh uh, yeah. Yeah. Yep. So they had the inline lunge, the step over, yep. the overhead squat. So been doing that for years for for fitness and for rugby, um, how to assess people's. Yeah, hundred percent. I, defi- I definitely think uh, one of the first things I'll always do in my movement screening assessments, I'll get them do a you know body weight overhead squat, and right away I can tell a heap about that individual just by how the way they do that. Yeah. You know, I can see whether their ankles are restricted to movement. I can see whether they're you know thoracic extension or they can't you know get their hands up over their head properly i can see if their hips are shifting i can see if their knees are buckling in i can see if their core looks weak you know you can just tell a lot just from that full body movement so that's like one of the first things i do but yeah definitely you know someone who has some type of you know screening or movement assessment Mm -hmm. before they see you i think that's that that's a necessity You've got to have something like that. I also think, what's their warm-up look like? All right? I think you can tell a lot about a trainer based on whether they're good or not. Yeah. Based on what's their warm-up look like. So touching on kind of like what we went through last week. Yeah, so okay. if you want more information on that, go back to last week's episode. Matty and I go through warm-ups start to finish and how, how they look like. But in general, it's, yeah, fine, they've made this program, but how prepared is that? your body yeah. to do that program. Does their warm up just consist of five minutes on the treadmill or five minutes on the bike or five minutes on the rower? Is it something very non-specific and just looks like that and then they get straight into the exercise? I'm probably gonna say, you know, maybe that trainer needs to be doing a little bit more education on how to warm yeah. up properly, yeah? Um, so we've got screenings, we've got warm ups. Yep, back to qualifications and experience. Yeah. So what qualifications do they have? Check the CVs. Okay. And what's their experience doing? I'd say that's that's a must as well. You know? I think also a lot of the time, uh, can they explain the why behind their exercise? Okay. Alright? Context is everything. Yeah. Okay? If you're doing an exercise just because you think it looks good, Ooh. okay? Or you don't, or even you know, if even if you're doing a squat, for example, and so and if, if you turn around and ask your trainer, why am I doing why am I doing this exercise, okay, and they can't answer that question, you know, maybe you should be putting pressure on them to go, okay, well then, why am I doing it then, mm-hmm. you know, they should go out and find find out the why behind that exercise. Is that fair? I think so. Yeah. Yeah, so I mean like, and, and like, you know, let's provide an example for that. I think, let's go back to the Instagram, social media again, okay? I think there's a lot of exercises out there that kind of like, you know, look cool, they don't look monogamous, they're kind of different to what you see before, yeah. but are they, do they look, Some you know, sometimes you get people looking like circus animals, or circus freaks, you know, just jumping on onto this thing, off to this thing, and you're like, oh, I'm gonna go replicate that in the gym. And then you end up, you know, rupturing an ACL. Yeah. All right. So you know, it's it's more so if you prescribe an exercise to someone, I have a why. I, I know exactly why I did that exercise. I know, you know, why I'm going to do that exercise, what it's going to do for you, how it's going to get you to your goals. Mm-hmm. Okay. And at the end of the day, that's, you know, you should just have that context behind 
for Honda Lab. Do you agree? Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, no, no, no. I've got no nothing, to, nothing, yeah, nothing to come back with. Nothing yeah. to come back with. If you're just filling it in for the sake of it, you just just well get a program on buying a cheap program online. And yeah, it. and all those exercises as well should be specific to you know their goal. So, you know, if someone comes in with weight loss and I've got an exercise, I'm going to be saying why we're doing this exercise and why this is related to um, their weight loss. And also, I'm basing, I'm also giving them exercises based on their movement assessment. You know, if I've, you know, don't do a movement screening assessment and I know, oh yeah, we've got to have good, we've got to get ankle mobility for a squat. Yeah. Um, So then I've got them doing all these calf stretches, but their ankle mobility is actually good because it, it, past all the tests that I did in my movement assessment. Yeah. I'm like, okay, maybe we don't need to spend more time on that. Maybe we need to spend more time on, you know, developing yeah. their core so a little bit. But they're a good why with the exercise. And so that's anything else that you think should be on there? Uh, e- well, maybe. What, <laughs> what have I written down? What are you thinking? No, I think that's, that's good. We've gone over, do, do, they, do they assess you? Do they warm you up correctly? Can they justify everything that they put into the program? Yeah. With, so everything's in there with meaning. And then again, do they have the actual education? Do they have the content and they have yeah. the, the experience for the level you're working at? Because like, I wouldn't go into pro sport because I don't have the experience to go and do S&C for you know, a professional rugby team or something like that. So I would not be the, the ideal candidate for that. No, exactly, but, but you will, you'd be willing to learn Things oh like yeah, that, like in the future, if I if I could, I'd have to go do volunteering stuff. So that I'm yeah. saying in that example, but for for the clients that I have in, in the gym, I have the experience of Melbourne Cup. Yeah, hundred percent. So that's, that's, that's it. You've got your four stages there. Yep, and right. I'd also I'd also maybe do. We're gonna have a fifth one in now, eh? Well, maybe. We're, we're, that fingers here, mate. Count one. <laughs> well, I mean, I'm sure you've got two hands now. Yeah. Um, yeah, one to counting and one to having them. Right. Okay. So, yeah, and I'd also suggest you know if you do walk into a gym and you are probably looking for someone, you know, and you're like, hey, I am looking for someone to help me with my work, and you're getting all these people thrown at you, you know, I'm probably looking at you know if I walk into any place, I'm looking at who's the busiest guy in here, as well. I'm like, who's the who's the guy going around? I see what he's doing with other people, and he looks like he kind of knows what he's talking about based on everything we've kind of. Yeah kind of gone through you know if you've got a trainer in there and you know he's barely ever there you're probably going to think this guy doesn't really know what he's talking about at the end of the day do you I'm here 12 hours a day mate yeah that's, that's, <laughs> and that's and that's exactly right you're like oh he's this trainer I've never even seen him in the gym I don't see him training anyone but here he is promising me you know I can get you from A to B to get you to my goals so number five is busy I'm going to, I'm going to say yeah I, Look for someone who's actually training other people. That way, he's got the experience. He knows what he's talking about. Clearly, all these other people are sticking around him. Okay. Um, so summary. We summary. They assess you. They warm you up correctly. They exercise with no, no, no. purpose. Yeah. So yeah. So an assessment, some form of assessment at the start. You know, a a relatively good warm up. Yeah. As you're saying, you're counting these on your in your one finger. What experience, what qualifications do they have? Okay, you know, are they, do you know why you're doing every exercise? Can they explain that to you? Have they yeah. communi- communicated to that, that to you properly? And you know, are they, are they actually working in the industry? Yeah. Are they busy? You know, are they around? Are they, are they busy? Good. Simple. 
Simple, simple, simple as that. So that's just, you know, just a that's like, Matty's five steps to how do you assess <laughs> if you've got a good trainer or not. Well, it's it's I wouldn't say it's more so just giving that education, you know, to to you know the listeners to try to say you know maybe I am looking at getting a trainer and you can't train with um, mac.pt.fitness or mr. MR underscore Performax Science or Mr. Know? Performax Science or as Mr. we like to Mr. call Mr. underscore Performax Science for sure um, you know maybe we we're, uh, we got over, we got uh, international listeners now we might be on a yacht now yeah exactly. yeah exactly so I mean you know it's, it's just good to try to change that perspective from you know followers look how they look yeah you know what value are they giving to maybe okay here's some key points if these guys can tick these boxes then you know I'm gonna be happy training with that trust so if you want and on that note if you do want any further help or advice you can contact us as we've previously said maybe through Instagram at mac.pt.fitness yep and And maybe 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 don't text Mark because apparently he doesn't get them (laughs) doesn't get text messages try a a call maybe just Instagram him over or and then my, I mean, contact you, mate, through. Uh, you can contact me through my Instagram, uh, mr underscore performax science. So that is Mr. Underperform underscore performax science. Please send DMs, don't send text messages, he won't respond. No, so, <laughs> I do respond, you won't respond. You won't even get them. So thanks for listening, guys. That's uh, the podcast today. I hope you enjoyed it. So we'll see. Speak to you again next week. Say goodbye, Maddie. See ya.